0: Star Wars 7x7, episode 904. Well, it's Christmas Eve, and I thought now would be as good a time as any to talk about the secret history of R2-D2. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Punch it, Chewie.
1: This is Todd Vander Hayden. I'm a national Canadian television anchor with CTV News and a syndicated radio host. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily
0: Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and if Christmas isn't your thing, then Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, Merry Diwali, Happy Holidays, Seasons Greetings, whatever works for you. Please know that from all of us here at Star Wars 7x7, we are wishing you a wonderful and magical holiday season. And since it's a very merry season, then it's a very merry time to be talking about Christmas in the Stars... Hard to believe it is 36 years since that album first came out, and it's actually the 20th anniversary of its re-release on Rhino Records on CD with the original cover art restored, original cover art that was done by none other than Ralph McQuarrie. And among the surprises of this album is the fact that a young John Bon Jovi got his first recorded start on this album, specifically on R2D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. So the deal is this John's cousin was running the record studio, The Power Station, where this was being recorded, and The Power Station had apparently been built with mad money from Miko Minardo's disco Star Wars work. And the way John Bon Jovi tells the story, Miko wanted to do the part in R2D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas himself, but his voice just wouldn't cut it. And Bon Jovi's cousin had been trying to push John, like get him recorded, get him a deal, get him listened to wherever he could. And so this was a prime opportunity to push John Bon Jovi on this situation. And so Miko said, hey, can you do this? And John said, yeah, I can do it. And so Miko said, do it. And ultimately, John recorded it as though he were a session musician, essentially. And he was paid a whopping $180 for his work, 20 minutes of work on Christmas in the Stars. And just to give you some timeline perspective, it would be six years later that Slippery When Wet would come out, the album with Living on a Prayer and all those other hot songs. And so, yeah, not exactly an overnight success, but really, what overnight success story is really ever an overnight success story? Now, I don't know if you had this album when you were a kid, but if you did and you remember it, then please do share your thoughts at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. And not too long ago, Jordan White, the editor at Marvel Comics, who's responsible for all the Star Wars stories, and Kieran Gillen, who writes the Darth Vader series, they sat down and listened to the Star Wars Christmas album, track by track, and shared some of their comments. And I will share some of those with you after we listen to R2-D2. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Here you go. r where are you? Oh, there you are. Well, if you come over here, you'll find a wonderful surprise. (whistles) You'll have to plug into the central computer
1: to hear what it is. That's right.
0: No, it's not a phase vector. It's your Christmas present. you But the quaver converter isn't complete yet. It isn't finished. Lock in your circuits again quickly. Christmas Alright, welcome back. So, Comic Book Resources, that's at cbr.com, had Jordan White and Kieran Gillen from Marvel Comics listen to Christmas in the Stars and comment track by track last year. And here's what they had to say about R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Jordan White, pretty much, oh yeah, he just laid waste to it. He said, the title of this song pretty perfectly represents the amount of thought and creativity that went into this whole album. Take a Christmas phrase and then just slap the name of a Star Wars thing on the front. He also makes a trenchant observation about the fact that this is 3PO's present to R2, a bunch of children singing Merry Christmas to him, and R2 tries to stop listening halfway through, but 3PO makes him finish, Jordan says. Seems the little message R2 was trying to send about his present didn't get to 3PO. As for Kieran Gillen, I think he must have gotten R2-D2 confused with his own creation, BT-1, the astromech assassin droid from the Darth Vader comic series, because he talks about the children's choir doing some hailing, probably in desperate hope they'll get a better present, and says they've made a mistake with R2-D2, who's more likely to electrocute them than beep cutely, and yeah, I think BT-1 is probably more likely to electrocute a children's choir than R2-D2, and with that, we are going to call it a podcast, so... Thank you very much for listening. Please do share your comments about the Christmas in the Stars album on our blog post for the show's episode or on Facebook. That's facebook.com SW7X7. Or hit us up on Twitter, that's SW7X7podcast. In the meantime, whatever type of holiday you are celebrating, here's hoping you'll make it a merry one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take on Count Dooku all by yourself check out sw7x7.com for show notes links photos videos and more and we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com sw7x7 it's not a crazy spinning alien of unknown origin it's destiny unleashed